And welcome back to my cosy corner of the internet. I'm Maya Star, and today we have another unscripted video. In this unscripted video, we're going to be talking about the latest Maya Star updates, the Rainbow Sequence Healing Attunement, the latest channeled meditation track through the Lemurian Mother Goddess Amara some thoughts about working with a variety of energy healing systems and different energy frequencies and I'll be answering some of your energy healing and spiritual development questions. As usual, I come armed with notes but without a script, so we'll be meandering around the topic and pursuing the scenic route to enlightenment. If this sounds interesting to you, Stick around and while away the next half an hour or so with me as we explore these things together. If you enjoy this kind of content, please consider subscribing and share this page with your friends. I upload new content three times a week. An unscripted video goes live every Saturday. On Mondays I release an energy update with daily law of attraction affirmations. And every Wednesday, a video with the latest channeled meditation and light codes goes live. Remember to switch on the notifications to make sure you don't miss an upload. And now let's make a start on today's little journey. The first subject I wanted to talk about comes from a question that somebody asked by email. And it's about the fact that I teach so many energy healing systems. If you visit the Maya Star website, you'll see there's actually over a hundred energy attunement based courses that I teach in a variety of categories. So there's like starseed energies, oceanic and Lemurian energies, fairies and earth energies, protection, abundance and prosperity and animal energies. Reiki energies, everything is there, organised into different categories so you can explore them in that way and also they're all listed together on the A to Z course menu and I understand why people think well how could you work with so many, you couldn't possibly be using a hundred different energy healing systems on a regular basis because you'd be using them a few times a year kind of thing and yes that that's true I don't work personally with every single system some systems I work with predominantly when I'm sending attunements other systems are ones where I've worked with them for a long time but in the past like for example Usui Reiki and seven facets Akeem. I worked with those for about three years at the beginning of my energy healing journey but then I started to learn other systems and as my sensitivity to different energies was developed by working with different energies something strange happens you start to intuitively know which energy healing system is the appropriate one for you to work with at that time. So for example, perhaps I feel that I want to cleanse the energy within my home. 
There were a number of options that I could consider for this. If you were here last week, I talked about the possibility of using the elemental pentagram and magic circle empowerments, attunement course, or clearing negative energy by invoking a circle, invoking the elements, and then banishing the elements, banishing the circle, can be a simple way of cleansing the energy in the space because you're drawing in energy and then releasing it. So any energetic debris that's been accumulating will be banished as you banish the circle. So that's one option that I might consider if I wanted to clear the energy within my home. But I also might consider the Dark Moon Mother Protection course. And perhaps I would use that if it were a dark moon phase. Or alternatively, I might use a different system like the violet flame to clear negative energy. Or Archangel Michael Sapphire Flame, depending on what I felt drawn to. But there would be a good number of options that I could consider and then allow my intuition to guide me to the one that would be most appropriate and most powerful for the present situation. So, yeah, I may not work with some of those systems very often, but I've worked with them regularly in the past, so I retain an energetic memory of that system, of that frequency, And that informs my intuition when it comes to selecting which energies I want to tap into. Now I've used the example of clearing the energy within my home, but there would be other circumstances where you might want to consider different options. So perhaps you wanted to focus on your manifesting work and you were trying to draw in abundance or perhaps financial prosperity. Perhaps you were starting a new project and you just wanted things to get off to a good start. And there would be a number of options for this, such as the Abundance Affinity Attunement, Lakshmi's Golden Good Fortune, Attraction Reiki, Archangel Uriel's Prosperity and Progress or the Full Abundance Attunement. So there are a number of options that you might want to consider. And it may be that if you were already attuned to all of these systems, you might develop your own routine of thinking, okay, well, each morning I will work with the Lakshmi Golden Good Fortune. Each evening before I go to sleep, I'll work with the Abundance Affinity Attunement Energy. And on Fridays, during my prosperity ritual, or perhaps you just have a ritual bath where you spend a bit of time visualizing your goals and really tuning yourself into your hopes and dreams to get things properly defined in your mind so that you will recognize them when the universe starts to deliver them. And during the your ritual bath, you might think, yeah, um, during that I will use the attraction Reiki energy or something like that so that you can 
combine different energies that are designed to align you with what you're working on at that time. And another thing I would say is that the more you work with energy healing systems, the more you feel confident with using them as you go about your daily life. Um, they, they can be used as part of your natural routine. Perhaps you have a regular meditation session and you sometimes feel called to work with different energy during that session. So that might be a time when you connect with those energies. But equally, you might decide you're going to focus on a short energy healing system while you're out walking the dog first thing in the morning. Use that as an opportunity to bring your focus to your healing. Well, so that you can kind of multitask, I suppose, but also so that your energy work becomes part of your everyday life. You can connect with those energies at any time. So literally you could be sitting on a beach enjoying a, a day in the, the sun over a bank holiday weekend and find, well, that's a great opportunity to work with the solar goddess radiance energy and that kind of thing. So the person who, who put this question to me implied that they would find it confusing to work with so many systems. And what I would say is it isn't if you have worked with them as you become attuned to them kind of thing. It isn't confusing because the energies are unique. And as you get used to the different vibrations and the different frequencies of those different systems, you know what direction you need to go in depending on the current circumstances or whatever healing you feel you need. Your intuition develops along with your healing skills. So trust in the process and trust in yourself, but I would be surprised if you found it confusing. Although you, you are likely to find that there'll be one or two systems that you work with more regularly than others. So for me, it's, well, it was Usui Reiki. I would have to say I haven't done regular Reiki sessions for a while, but rather than using Reiki, when I would have used traditional Usui Reiki, I tend to work with the Avalonian Alignment Programme at the moment, but there may come a time when I switch back to working with Usui Reiki as my main system. Other times I have worked regularly with Kundalini Reiki, that was my morning routine for years. So there are, you know, it, it really depends on what works for you now and what will work for you in the future. The other thing I would say is that some people learn an energy healing system and then they work with it over and over again and really develop some skill with it and that's their default go-to energy healing system. Other people don't. Other people receive an attunement, feel that they've gained a lot from the attunement because there's often some personal healing that takes place during a, an energy attunement but then afterwards they may not work with that system at all or perhaps they just won't work with it for a really long time the attunement doesn't go away so I mean if they 
They received the attunement and then waited five years. It would still be there for them to connect with. But either way is valid. There's not one path that's more important. There's not one path that's more valid. There's not one path that's more authentic and appropriate. Your path will be unique. So comparing yourself to other people, like comparing yourself to me, is probably not the best idea because... I work with so many different systems but I do this for a living and I'm teaching those systems to other people so I do have to work with them at least when I'm sending the attunements to other people I'm connecting with that energy and the other thing I would say is because of my autism I do have a way of well I've got just a ridiculously good memory and I have a sensory processing disorder that makes me very sensitive to subtle energy so for me working with a huge variety of energies and different techniques isn't a problem because that's what works for me. Other people may work with energy in a different way and be more intuitive and rely less on their memory. But again, either way would be valid. Everybody's path is unique and the way you choose to use energy work as part of your healing journey and to progress your path to enlightenment, your intuition will guide you to what works best for you. And the other thing I would say, if you would like to work with me um, with any of my energy healing courses or my magical interventions from Maya Magical and you're not sure where to start, Contact me through my website and let me know what your areas of interest are and what your current goals are and I'll be happy to make personalised recommendations for you. So it doesn't have to be bewildering. I know there are a lot of options but I'm always here to make it a little bit easier for you to decide. And another thing I would mention about this is if you want to work with my meditation tracks, that can be another way to help you to connect with those different energy frequencies. It gives you a, another way of connecting with those frequencies. If you listen to the meditation tracks regularly when you're working with that particular energy current, then in future you'll be able to put the meditation track on and tap into that energy more easily. So that's another way that you can help yourself. You could even create a playlist and put on the meditations that you work with regularly so that you can easily stay connected with those ones. And the next question is from a client who was taking the Killing Moon karmic reversal 30-day ritual intensive and was experiencing some symptoms of being ungrounded and contacted me for advice what to do if they're ungrounded and this can happen during certain types of magical work the killing moon works to resolve and dissolve negative karmic bonds the karmic bonds are energetic connections or attachments to things, experiences, memories, people and places that are reinforced by your consciousness or reinforced just habitually and unconsciously because they've been established for a long time. 
But what makes them negative is the fact that they draw energy away from you but don't return anything. So they are gradually siphoning energy away but they don't have a balanced effect on your energy. They are actually doing a small amount of damage but over a long period of time. And if you haven't had any karmic clearing work, they can build up as well. So the killing moon is a way of spring cleaning your energetic reality. And it's one of my most popular intensives. But during the first week of the killing moon cycle, you can feel a bit ungrounded because you're more likely to have vivid dreams during that first week. Usually the dreams are pretty much nonsense. They're just caused by the clearing of the most superficial level of negative karmic bonds. So generally those are ones that haven't been established very long or they're ones that you have already moved on from but you just haven't consciously released. Because they're the easiest to be cleared, they tend to be the first ones to go. And because they are so easy to clear, a lot of them cleared within the first few days to the first two weeks of the Killing Moon cycle. And during that period, you can experience more dreams. And that can make you wake up feeling a bit ungrounded. But there are a lot of options for grounding yourself. I provide a grounding exercise in the Book of Inspiration if you're taking any Maya Star courses. There is also a grounding meditation on the YouTube channel and podcast. If you search for grounding meditation on the Maya Star channel and you, you should find that. There's also a meditation for clearing negative karmic bonds that has quite a grounding energy and which supports the cleansing effect of the killing moon cycle. So that's another option that you can use. On top of these, any of the systems that are indicated for energy protection tend to be very grounding. So if you're attuned to any of those energy healing modalities, those would be good ones to use in the early part of the Killing Moon cycle. But there are practical ways that you can ground yourself as well. A lack of grounding you is usually reflected in the fact that your thoughts will be racing. You find yourself very much focused on analysing things. Your thoughts can become quite scattered because you're trying to take in too much information and evaluate too much information at once. Also, when you're ungrounded, you can find it difficult to focus or to just sit quietly because the way your thoughts are, are racing can make you feel a bit agitated and too energetic. So there are certain things that you can do in a practical sense if you're feeling ungrounded. For example, don't have, don't have that third cup of coffee. Don't have caffeine after a certain time in the day. Work out what works best for you. Don't be drinking your coffee so late at night that you're up half the night analysing your life. That's not the appropriate time for analysing your life. There are plenty of other times you can do it. Set yourself a reminder on your phone analyze life set yourself a reminder for eight o'clock in the morning and then go to bed wake up you'll look at that and go analyze my life 
that's ridiculous I don't need to analyse my life so intervene for yourself stop yourself from repeating the pattern that's one practical thing you can do the other thing I would recommend is to include some kind of physical activity in your day I like to walk to well I just for grounding, for work, for energy work. I will often meditate while walking because that's what suits me best or dance, walking or dancing either. But if you don't habitually get any physical exercise, that's another thing that you can include to help yourself ground. Just including a a short walk or even things like cleaning your house can be a very grounding activity because you're putting your energy back into your body you're focusing on a physical activity and it can get you back out of your head and when your energy is ungrounded it's not that this occurs in a vacuum your energy becomes ungrounded because your thoughts your emotions and your habits are creating that energetic problem and while you can solve the problem with energy work there are other ways as well so I would always recommend taking a holistic approach and making sure that you're including balanced activities into your day make sure you're balancing the activities in your day so that you spend some time out of your head if you're the kind of person who spends a lot of time in their head scheduling some kind of routine that will get you back out of your head and allow you to properly ground your energy there are plenty of reasons why you should do that but I mean your your energy is vulnerable you are vulnerable to psychic attacks if you maintain an imbalance and if you're feeling anxious if you're not sleeping well if you're not eating properly if you're not looking after your body if you're not taking regular exercise if you're not making sure you stay hydrated you're not really doing yourself any favors and although energy work might help it's not going to solve those problems which would be better solved by taking the practical steps to balance out your routine And then your energy work can enhance it. Your energy work can be the way that you add more meaning and a way that you look after yourself, a way that you commune with the world around you and connect with other people. So your energy work is like the icing on the cake, but don't mistake it for the cake. You've you've still got to do the fundamental work and look after yourself. It's not an alternative, it's complementary therapy and although this person was asking because they're taking the killing moon karmic reversal intensive at different times in your life you can become ungrounded anyway I mean things like moving house ending relationships starting new relationships starting new jobs um, just any significant change in your life can leave you feeling ungrounded And during those times, it's important to do whatever you can to bring yourself back into balance because if you let that situation persist, if you let it go on and you're feeling ungrounded, then after a while, you accept that as your default and you start thinking that that's normal and it's not. And regularly experiencing 
anxiety, for example, could change the way your brain works. It could affect your concentration long term. It could affect the way that your your brain is able to hang on to memories and things like that. So I do think grounding is very important. I emphasize it quite a bit in all of my courses. So those are my recommendations for how to make sure you stay grounded and the reasons why I think it's very important. Okay, and that brings us on to this week's special offer, which is for the Rainbow Sequence Healing Attunement course. This is an energy attunement that was channeled through the Lemurian mother goddess Amara and it connects you with the energy of the seven chakras which are located in a column through your body from the base of your spine to the crown of your head and each of the energy centers has its own qualities it has its own correspondences, different colours, different associations. Each chakra deals with a different physiological system in your body and relates to different organs. So this course covers all of those associations to help you develop some understanding of how the different energy frequencies are manifested in your physical body and that can help you to understand a bit more about what's going on on an energetic level when you're experiencing negative health or challenges. So the Rainbow Sequence Healing Course includes all of that information about the different chakras and the attunement itself is conveyed in a single attunement session. So you might think about that as being a full spectrum attunement and because you're then connected with the seven chakra system that can be a good system to work with as you develop your own understanding of symbols and correspondences to inform your energy work and develop your skill in interpreting your intuition. So you can gain understanding of what's appearing in your dreams and visions and where the universe is guiding you by developing an understanding of these correspondences that are set out in the Rainbow Sequence Healing Manual. So for example, perhaps you dream about a sunrise and you notice the colour in the sky is mostly orange and in the same dream you walk into a shed and you find a giant paintbrush where you were looking for a broom and perhaps then you wake up and you think a giant paintbrush the color orange so perhaps I'm being guided to do something creative when I was thinking I needed to do some cleaning perhaps I'm being guided to do something creative to achieve the same end and it just gives you a way of interpreting your visions and impressions because over time you can build up your correspondences, your personal relationship with those symbols and correspondences. And as we discussed last week, the system of the elemental pentagram where you're working with the four elements of earth, air, fire, water and the fifth element of spirit, that gives you a way of cataloguing correspondences, interpreting symbols and exploring your experiences against those different elements so you can see those as 
unique symbols each element is a symbol and then beyond that there are symbols attached to it so the element of water is a symbol and cups cauldrons anything that can hold water rivers oceans all of these things can be symbols that are attached to that element and you know the element of earth the ground grass trees animals and crystals so you might build up your own correspondences there things that you categorize as being connected with that energy and so the same thing can be done with the seven chakra system the seven chakras can be used for cataloging your correspondences and it's a great way to learn it's a great way to gain an understanding of how different energies work and how they relate to each other so if that's something that you're interested in developing you might want to take this attunement just in order to develop a connection with the chakra system but also if you are drawn to working with the seven chakras you could then move on to the Avalonian trilogy which is very heavily chakra based these star centers of the Avalonian tradition correspond with the seven chakras and then add the earth star and soul star chakras so you have a, a system of nine and you can develop correspondences that way as well so there are plenty of options but yeah that's the special offer course this week and as always to accompany the current special offer i am working on a new meditation track this week's meditation track i've got i've got the working title as starseed priestess i'm not sure what the final title is going to be yet but somehow sometimes you're just in a flow state and i was in a flow state yesterday and it's almost finished like usually (laughs) usually when i'm working on the meditation i come back to it each day and add a bit and work on it and then at the end I, i have about three days where i'm just mixing it but this week it's really taken shape rather quickly and uh, I really feel like this one's uh, going to be powerful. I think you'll enjoy it. If you're subscribed to me on YouTube, you'll probably already have seen it on one of the lives or on the releases tab. But if not, it will be coming out on Wednesday in video format and it will be available on the podcast as well. I think if, you, if you're listening on the podcast, when you get the meditations on there, I don't think they're always the best quality. I think it's better to listen to the meditations using a music app or go to the YouTube channel where the releases tab is. Those tend to be slightly better quality. I notice it. I'm not sure if all of the podcast apps use stereo, so... And if they don't, then you wouldn't be getting all of the benefits from the meditation because I include binaural beats in them, which activate different brain waves in your, well, brain. <laughs> I should have thought about that sentence a bit better, shouldn't I? But yeah, they, they activate different brain waves. And I 
include alpha waves, which are the brain waves that you use when you're meditating and also when you're focusing and concentrating. So the meditation tracks can be helpful to enhance your focus and concentration when you're working or studying, but can also help you to relax and achieve a meditative state and the light codes that are included in the meditation convey unique energy signatures that can awaken those codes within your energy field in order for you to benefit from the healing possibilities of those codes. They mostly come from the Lemurian room system that I work with. This is something that I'm working with through the goddess Amara at the moment so I don't know if it's something that I'll be teaching in the future but that's a possibility we'll see so I'm working mostly with the Lemurian moons and um, occasionally for some rituals for some meditation tracks I work with the Norse runes the ancient Norse runes but whichever type of runes I'm using in the meditation the properties correspond so the energy is conveyed through the sound itself and when you're listening to it it has an effect on your energy but because the sound creates a unique vibration. You can play the music in your room, even if you're not in there hearing it, and it will have an effect on the energy within the place. So, for example, you might use the Archangel Michael Sapphire Flame energy to clear the energy within a room while you're not in there, and then go in there to and use a different meditation that you want to connect with, and that kind of thing. So lots of possibilities for harnessing these light codes that I'm bringing to you, and I hope you're enjoying the meditation so far. The feedback's been really positive, so I'm, I'm really pleased about that. I'm really pleased that you enjoy them, and I'm pleased that you enjoy working with them because I work with them myself. I don't just channel them. I work with them myself and use them as part of my own spiritual practice. So I'm glad that you're enjoying them. And on the same topic, I wanted to mention if you are interested in connecting with the Lemurian Mother Goddess Amara, you might want to check out some of the previous videos on this channel. It's probably easier if you put it in the search on the channel now because there are just too many but there is an article about the Lemurian mother goddess Amara there is also a meditation the Lemurian goddess Amara activation which was released about eight months ago that's a 20 minute meditation track and there's also the Wheel of Light Starseed Activations, Lemurian Goddess Amara, which was released eight months ago and which corresponds with the Wheel of Light Starseed Activation Attunement course that you can find on the Myastar website at myastar.net. And that brings me to the end of my notes and that's everything that I wanted to talk to you about today. Also, thank you for the questions this week. I've, I've had some really good questions and it's really helpful when I'm putting these videos together if I've got questions to draw from. So please keep them coming. You can put them either in the comments on this video or 
email them to me through the website at myastar.net and I'll save them up for future episodes. Also, if there's anything that you had questions about today, put those in the comments and I will get to them. And thank you for spending some time with me today. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you've learned something. I hope you've had a great week and I hope you're about to have another one. I hope you'll be back here next week for some more mystical meanderings with me. But in the meantime, I wish you peace, prosperity and progress in all you do. With blessings.